Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sir, we wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Yo, everybody. Welcome to the California Penal League podcast. Uh, Steve, Chris, and Fabs are here to break down a gigantic signing that took place by your Cleveland Guardians. Probably the biggest signing that took place over the last week or so in the world of baseball. Uh, the Guardians, if you haven't heard, are bringing back a World Series champion. Uh, let me just start with that. Uh, World Series champion. Austin Hedges uh, to the tune of a one-year, $4 million deal, which, guys, I did hear he is deferring his contract. He's deferring $3.9 million each of this one year, and then he's deferring the rest of it over the next 20 years Smart to man. help the front office. That's the only uh, way they can afford it. Yeah, that's the only possible way that they could make it work. So they were coming in real tight under that under the gun on on their uh phantom uh limit that they have to spend but uh austin hedges is back and that's pretty much it for big news in baseball so nothing um, else that's about it guys yeah well see you later that's the episode talk to you guys next week no uh we are well i am we've talked about it many times there's much bigger things to talk about here, but uh, in terms of actual things that have happened uh, to the team recently, I'm fine with it. We've talked about it many times that Austin Hedges makes for a, a fine backup catcher. I think it's great. I think it was super vital to have someone like that back in the fold with like Steven Vogt. So like, sure, man, whatever. <laughs> F it. <laughs> let's let's bring him back. Who cares? Uh, it's like you. we all knew it was coming. It, I mean, that that was like the, I mean, I think we called that like right after the World Series ended, if I, yeah. if I do recall. We'll have to go back and listen to the tapes. Not me, because I hate the sound of my voice. But someone Same, to do yes. This. Someone but needs to go to will have to do it. This is a classic, like, when you're not going to have a team where you're going to be spending big on free agents. I mean, not that this is like, we're going to make the win the World Series now. It, it'd be great if we do, of course. Um but this is a great like culture building thing, and that's kind of everything 100%. when your team is kind of greater than the sum of its parts. And so hundred percent one of those things you need. And I'm not gonna say that we're punting on the season because we're swapping out Bethancourt for Austin Hedges. And like I you, hope said, you guys Beth, didn't buy your this is just all, jerseys. Well, here's the thing. I bought I mine it. from China, I so it's, I got it's, it's in route, and send it right back. Uh, well, they don't accept returns, so right into the trash. I'm stuck with it. Stuck with it. But uh, I mean, it's totally a clubhouse move. I, I never envisioned, maybe outside of like an outfield signing, that any of the moves that the Guardians were going to do were going to be like, "Holy cow! Like this is awesome." You know, they locked up 
X guy for three years and we're rolling, baby. No, I always kind of envisioned it was going to be the likes of Austin Hedges and Carlos Carrasco and, uh, you know, some guy who's pitching for his eighth team out of the bullpen as Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, kind of filler signings. And then maybe, you know, right before Christmas, we do land a a Hunter Renfro on like a two-year deal to -hmm. fill in for right field. That's kind of how I always saw the offseason playing out. And quite frankly, I'm 100% okay with it. Right. Because as we'll, I mean, I would like to hopefully, maybe if maybe if we don't get into it today, but I just want to kick, take a quick look around the Central. Ain't nobody in our division doing anything. No. Like, no, and it's funny you say that because worse. Twins, are, twins getting are getting significantly worse. Now, I like, I, and we, we'll talk about this more before the season starts, I actually do like a lot of the young pitchers in their rotation, but you can't argue that they've done anything but get significantly worse. This no, and even so, I do so too. I do like their younger pitching too, but I mean, does it have the ceiling that the Guardians pitching has? I don't think so. What's well, the no. thing you're swapping in? Like, like, like top two, to bottom. You're swapping in two. Right. You're one and you're two. Essentially, you're adding that to this team that we didn't have last year. And you got Manzardo. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a significant bad upgrade. Um, you're hoping Naylor is going to be healthy. And you have Bo Naylor here the entire season. And you got Bo season. for the full year, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, those are upgrades. They're not, like, obviously, yeah, we all want, a like, a big free agent would be, like, would be great. I would I would love that. But if if it's not going to happen, the team's better than it was last year. Um, because they're healthy. Well, here's, an, here's another thing. Here's another thing. is I, I agree with you, Chris, that the, the offseason was going to go that route. And, and Fabs, I'm totally with you that like, I actually am just as like an observer, pretty excited to see a guy like Kyle Manzardo. What's he going to do? Yes. What's Brian, what's Brian Rocchio going to do next year when he gets a, you know, what's Bo Naylor going to do? But the thing that is interesting to me is that for a team that's not making like any noise whatsoever on the free agent market, which like you're a fool if you thought they were going to go like gangbusters like when did what world do you live in um they have been making always a couple dominoes that had to fall before free agency really opened really exactly and one of them did but and and austin hedges was the first one exactly right right. uh the move (laughs) that i actually find very intriguing that is not very guardians like and i just wonder like what is the end game here because there's two paths forward out of this is in the rule five draft the guardians took uh, a 20 year old uh, yeah. position player, by the way, a position player named Davison De Los Santos. So we traded one Davison. Is that De Los how, we, Santos is that how we pronounce it? It's Davison? I would say it is. It's got to be. I thought it was like Dave Olsen. Is that what you heard? Dave Olsen or something. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't speak um, Spanish. Like, well, in a long standing tradition of us butchering players names let's just Los, with, we'll just call him yeah we'll just call him de los santos 2.0 <laughs> yeah wait hold on you want me to find the you want me to find the uh the pronu- the pronunciation here um oh yeah baseball baseball reference should have it yeah do they i don't do they still do that they they, they do um, this is important this is important stuff we probably should get this right um yeah i don't want to be butchering this guy's name all 
all the rest of live long day. Yeah, well, we'll no, they don't. Out. They don't have it on that one. Uh, yeah. Here, let's see. Here, hold on a second, everybody. Here we go. It's come. It's coming right now. Here, hold on. Devison is that? Okay. Well, let's just go. De Los Santos number two. So he yes. is. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I don't know Agreed. if I've ever gotten a player's <laughs> name correct. Uh, I try. It's not for a lack of effort. But he's a twenty-year-old uh, position player, and uh, at one point was the fifth-rated prospect in the Arizona Diamondback system, who they left um, uncovered, you know, unprotected in the on the forty-man, probably because he's twenty years old, but. It's an intriguing, yep. he's an intriguing player um, from the standpoint that he, here, let me, let me pull up his stats here really quick, um, is that he's got significant pop. Um, as, a, as a 20-year-old in double-A last year, he hit 254 with 20 homers and 16 doubles in 481 plate appearances. Um, doesn't strike, I mean, he strikes out, but no more than any other, like, elite power hitter less than 30 percent um and in uh a ball last year at 19 he hit 329 so yeah and you know this past year he had a really rough start in double a i don't have the the splits up in front of me but like from july on he hit like 327 or 328 or something like that like right and 14 home runs so apparently he like re Reworked his swing. Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Significantly different than like what he was starting to see some with. Yes. Now the interesting so, thing there well, is, as anybody well, knows, Rule Five. This is a guy that, unless the Guardians move him in another deal, potentially, which could be could happen, they've got to keep him on the roster. Uh, they could try to expose yeah. him to waivers, but he'd get claimed probably. So more or less, yeah. With that, with that, like, I heard his raw potential, like raw power potential, is like a a sixty grade, which is well above average, and a lot of sources were saying, you know, this this is a guy who could hit thirty home runs. Very I mean, easily. and That's I guess easy. they're just gonna they're just gonna let it. I, now, here's what's interesting about it is like basically they're gonna take away like a, you know, rather than have the the, the fifth middle infielder at the bottom end of the roster, you're, you're going to try and roll this season with a 20 year old who's never played above a ball. And you're going to be like, here you go, buddy. No, played, no not ever played double, uh, double a. a. So double a. yeah, hasn't played against uh, above double a. Um, but there it's not without precedent in recent years. There have been a number and we've talked about this before too. There have been a number of, of position players that Nolan Shanuel has was one, and I believe mm-hmm. when did even Zach Neto? I don't know if he got called up that early. Um, I don't know if he did. There were a couple. Uh, there were like two other guys this year alone who got called up straight from Double A, and so beats the hell out of me. But like, I actually do applaud Cleveland for like thinking outside the box a little bit and just being like, let's just see what happens because. It was a Why cool aggressive move for what it was. It was. Uh, he was not a name of the limited research that I was doing. Uh, once I realized that the Guardians essentially held the eighth pick in the Rule Five draft because two of the teams ahead of us had their rosters were full, so they you know couldn't pick anybody. 
He was not one of the names, but I was like, the more I read about this kid, I was like, ooh, this is juicy. Now, that being said, and Steve, I, I felt like you were alluding to this. I, I have some conspiracy theories when it comes to De Los Santos, too. Mm-hmm. And how he could be De Los Tellus. A pawn in in some roster manipulation. I mean, I've seen I've seen the, the conspiracy. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the t- tweets and yeah, of like trade, you know, trade bait and stuff like that. Well, either he himself is trade bait, mm-hmm. or it opens the door to trade somebody else. Um, or it also just delays one. Uh, Mr. Manzardo from I've seen, getting to yeah. the bigs. Yeah, I've seen earlier that than some, some straight manipulation Pope. there. That would be so insane if they were like, "We're going to go with this twenty-year-old," <laughs> and uh, you know, just see what happens. Well, I mean, in fairness, he was the Diamondbacks' number five prospect, like you just said. Yeah. He he falls to the Guardians' twelfth best prospect, and. That was that's on uh, MLB.com, their rankings. Yep. And they had ranked the Diamondbacks ahead of the Guardians as far as systems, too, which was a very um, interesting um, uh, math there that I just don't, I can't wrap my head around. Um, yeah, it's, there hasn't been as much love recently for the Guardians like system as a whole recently well but but that i think that also goes into the into the point that you know um stephen kwan graduated two years ago bybee williams allen have graduated this year Mm -hmm. um you know rocchio manzardo those are the kinds of the guys uh delauder those are the guys that you're kind of seeing across the board in like the guardians top three to five and some Mm -hmm. of the other key guys like espino have been like injured so it's yeah, Spino's yeah. kind of fallen a little bit. Um, even Arias, you know, he's graduated. Bo Naylor. So, I mean, there's been a number of guys that have come up to the bigs and no longer qualify for those rankings. And, you know, I, I you know, given the Guardians' theories of, of drafting and player development, um, I could see them fall into the middle of the pack like they have. It, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah, that that I can you know understand and justify to to a degree. Um, they don't even have on Baseball America. I don't know if they updated this for the trade, but they don't have De Los Santos in their top ten. Baseball uh, America did not. I, I I was doing some comparison um, that we can talk about at a different on a different episode, but just kind of comparing the Guardians' cro- uh, top ten across different mm-hmm. uh, sources, and uh, they they have not updated their system just yet. There's some interesting interesting names here though in the way that they project them. Uh but I don't know. I'm I mean, look, there's a good chance that he's gonna strike out like if they whatever at bats they give De Los Santos here, because you're gonna have to give him some, uh, that it's gonna be a rough ride to start. But I I do I dig it. I mean but he's an infi- he's a corner what infielder. What if it's what not? if he what if I mean, there's that too. It's like, well, what, that's the thing. Is like, what, what would you rather have? Would you rather? Well, actually, this does make me <coughs> very curious as to what happens with Gabriel Arias moving forward too, because he's a corner. This uh, De Los Santos is a corner 
infielder. So first base suddenly gets yeah. weirdly, especially if you start throwing Manzardo into the mix, like there goes a position for Arias. Right. And then uh shortstop is no guarantee. So like, you know, screw it. Let's just throw more into the mix. Let's just see what happens. Cause like you said, it's not a punt of a season coming up, no matter what they do here. It's not like a punt, but yeah, there there's, it's a tantalizing sort of weird window of like, well, this, this, I think opens, I think you're opening up a window starting this season. You know, I mean, hopefully. last year was a down season and, 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 and you brought up a lot of young players. Oh, yeah, this is a kind of in, key injuries last year. Too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, at, that, take any, that can't team, be overstated. Take any team and take out like their three best starters for three to four months, if not the entire their year. Three best with starters. They're like second best hitter, their energy guy for like an extended period, just as they were like, you know, within a game or two of, of the division leader. And it's just like, that's, it's really hard yeah. to overcome that. Yeah. Now Especially that being so said, young. there is still room for upgrades. <laughs> like oh. we're not saying this team's perfect. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's still, um, they're still operating without a right fielder for the time being. So <laughs> it yeah, would be I nice. I mean, as far, the way I look at this is like, you got, you got to figure out what you're going to do with, with Bieber still. Uh, I mean, if we could, if we could offload Miles Straw to any willing taker for even like a concession stand worker, I'll take that. I like, forgot he was on the team and now I'm sad again. God, I, I hate, I hate him so much. I mean, I, dude, how fun I'll, would I'll it be this. though? How fun would it be to do a like Manzardo Naylor? De Los Santos, like first base, right field, DH trio. Well, that's the other thing I've been hearing too. Is maybe they go to to Naylor and go, "Hey, can you play some right field again?" I saw that too. I mean, the only reason that he's primarily first base is because of that gruesome, horrible yeah. injury that's now two years ago. So I mean, it's not like yeah. So you're not, I mean, you're not asking him and, to and. If you're gonna move, if you're gonna hold on to like, but that doesn't even preclude us from st- still going out to get a right fielder. Like, let, me, let me just put it that way. Like that right. should not be like, oh no, well we're just gonna roll with Straw and Lariano and Brennan and Ugh. Naylor filling in between center and right. Like, oh god, no. I want like, see, a legit right fielder. Like, did you see that though? Speaking like, of Straw in the Athletic, uh, there was like a little blurb in there, and again, they could say this to any player. It's not like they're going to be like, hey, we're going to try and trade you or dump you however we can. But there was the blurb about Straw that like the front office and well, I guess it was front office before uh, vote came in. Um, they had like a very like frank end of the year discussion with Straw where they were like, yeah, you're in serious danger of losing everyday playing time next season. Your if ass. you can't if you can't improve as X, he y, should. Yeah, it's just one of those. It's just should. like an interesting tidbit that sort of like suggests that they're like, you get one more shot, buddy. Well, and and I'll say this: I've said it before, and I'll say this until spring training. So if listeners get annoyed with it, good. Um, I would be more than okay 
rolling with a, a platoon in center field of Lariano and Brennan for half the season. Yeah. Yes. I, I, heck, at this point, I'd be okay with that platoon all season long. Uh, honestly, with, it's with a, a thought, with a thought, with the thought that yeah. Valera gets first crack, maybe, uh, you know, at more playing time come August of this year and into next year. And then if he can't hack it, then maybe by 25, uh, the louder is getting some playing time out there. I mean, yeah, I'm totally cool with that solution that you just outlined in center field with that trio doing, if they're not going to do an upgrade with that trio doing that right field, first base DH. Yeah. Like the, the, those are upgrades or what we had last year. So like that gives your, it gives your, it gives your offense some thump on paper does. too. It does. Yeah. And then the AL central where 84 wins is probably going to win the division or come darn near close to it. Right. Yikes. And as we, well, and, and, and as we saw though, get into the playoffs. Like we said last episode, just get into the freaking playoffs and anything can happen. Get into the playoffs, but also have like some thump. So maybe De Los Santos will be our hidden savior who will literally hit those 35 homers you're talking about. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Speaking of Juan Soto. Well, I was going to say, speaking of Juan Soto, his new teammate. He got dealt. Well, how weird, though. (laughs) How weird is his new teammate that. Oscar Gonzalez was randomly secretly waived. Yeah. I did was, not understand yeah, we, that. We haven't talked about that. We didn't talk about that. Um, I, so I didn't even think like, funny it's enough, not like the, it's not like the NFL where like they get like people get pissed. If you don't do the injury report on like, if they're like, what the hell this guy's on the field, but you didn't say he wasn't questionable anymore that where they're like real hounds for like, like you better do it this way. But well, during the season, I know there's some IL stuff that gets all funky, but like, I've never heard of a team just like not waving a guy, like not telling anybody that they waved a guy, and then secretly another team was like, "Hey, we picked up this guy that nobody knew was waived." That's the strangest thing to me. I don't know if I've ever heard that before. So, so. I'm on because I, I as soon as that move happened, I was like, I didn't even know that we DFA'd him. And yeah. the Guardians still have not on their transaction page on the website put the 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 note that yeah, he that has he been was... designated for assignment. <laughs> There's still nothing of that. All it says is December first, he was claimed by the Yankees off of That's waivers. So weird. That's so bizarre to me. I mean, whatever. They gave him like, they gave him the boot. That's like, that's the like when you know the Guardians are, are mad well, at you. And then, and then, so like, so he gets picked up there. And then, hold on, I'm gonna. I should have looked this up. I, I forgot. I, I completely forgot this, that, that that move actually happened. I mean that, but I find it more. There was nothing. No, I find it I more mean, hilarious what the Yankees then did following that. And I want to get the dates right. So bear with me one second. Okay, so Yankees claimed him on the first. On the fifth, they traded for Alex Verdugo. Okay. 
And on the seventh, they traded for Juan Soto and Trent Grisham. Do you? Oscar and now Gonzalez Oscar like, Gonzalez you, will not have a job. Is are you kidding there. me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless I, I I don't know who I was telling this to. Unless the Yankees somehow go up to to some team and go, you guys want Gene Carlos Stanton, and then maybe then if they can get rid of Stanton, Oscar <laughs> Gonzalez finds. 90 uh, games worth of DHing. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could, and you probably should, because you got to get rid of Stanton as quickly as you humanly can, because not, pretty soon you're going to have to be paying up for Juan Soto. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to stay a Yankee, obviously, but, like, you're about, you just saw what, like, Otani got, and and not that he's a two-way player or anything, but it's like, he Otani only got two million a year. That's true. That is over true. ten years, dude. I can't. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to dive into that a little bit later. But yeah, I the, just don't. Uh, the Yankees. I just like. Are they ever going to get any pitching? No, I was. And here's I, the crazy they thing: dealt it all, back they dealt the a ton five, of it away to the Padres. They dealt a ton away, and they lost a bunch in the Rule Five. I just say, don't understand I mean, what they're doing. I mean, I don't care. I'm glad they're bad, but like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is, <laughs> you look at the pitching staff, and I mean, you're gonna have to score twelve runs a game because I, I, I as soon as I saw what that deal was, I, I was looking at who was left, and I think of their starters last year. They've lost, uh, they've lost Domingo Herman, they lost, yep, Brito. Severino. Severino. Severino, Michael King, who was clutch for them down the stretch. And then even um, Randy Vasquez was pretty solid. And so now your rotation is like going to be a 33 year old Garrett Cole, which like that's not end of the world stuff. Um, still good. Like he's still really good. He's still fantastic. So you got it. You got a true ace. And then it's like Carlos Rodon. And then I'll, you're just like, I don't know, man. What's left? Maybe they get... Well, I heard that they're still in on Yamamoto. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's cool. And then I actually saw that Roki Sasaki asked to be posted. That other uh, Japanese... But I heard that he's not going to be... But but he's not they being granted that. They won't grant it. Okay. Yeah, I um, heard. I saw that. I saw that he had asked. And then, like, immediately later, like, whatever club he was like, with, they're no. like... But they... They probably won't grant it. Yeah, that's interesting. I know Yamamoto likely to deny. He's looking at the Dodgers too, isn't he? I don't know who he's down to, but I I just know that the Yankees were kind of like up there still with. Well, uh, that's still pretty you know, like one of the still pretty the top contenders. That is still oh, pretty hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. And even on the infield, I'm kind of like looking around the infield, and I was like, yeah, Glaber Torres is a nice player, but like, is Anthony Vlope? Or how you pronounce his last name? Gonna be like Volpe. the real deal. The only other guy. Well, here's the other thing though: is the guy that you wonder, like, what's going to happen? Verdugo's a nice player. Don't get me wrong, but like Verdugo's not like a stud. Right. Well, what are they going to do with Jason Dominguez? Who, when he comes back from his injury, that like top prospect? Of him, probably. I guess he's like a stud the center prob- fielder. Prob- my my guess is that they probably rotate him. Between DH and outfield, which, which I mean, to, to me, your the, point, the, like you, like I, I mean, I to was, your point, though, I was Stanton, joking. 
that does make Stanton pretty Stanton's damn kind of holding that down. They got to get rid of him. Like that's the limit. Sure. That is such for them. A, a so would you, money. would you like to see the, <laughs> look at this? So Stanton, because <laughs> I've looked at this before because his contract blows my mind. Giancarlo Stanton will be making $32 million next year. He'll be making $32 million next uh, 2025. He'll make 29 million in 26 with 10 of it paid by the Marlins. And then it says 10 paid by Marlins, 10 paid by that can't be right. It's gotta be 10 just by the Marlins, but then he makes 25 million again in 2027. And there's a 20, there's a $10 million buyout for him in 2028, which I know they would take because he'd be 38 years old. What did I say? Four years, five years guaranteed. Four, four years sixth? guaranteed. Four years guaranteed. Oh, it's a twenty-four years guaranteed with like a twenty-five million dollar team option at twenty twenty-eight. So no, but yeah. So he's four years guaranteed left. So I mean, I I mean you know Ugh. you're gonna end up with three teams paying that insane deal. Yeah. At this, at that point, where it's like the Marlins, the Yankees, and whatever other team acquires him, but there's going to be a team yeah. that trades for him. There will be. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Sometimes. you know, if I was the Guardians, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> uh hello. I'm not opposed. But, but we don't need another DH. We don't need another DH. That's why these JD Martinez. I mean, he does play, but he does play the field. He does play right field. I don't even care if the right fielder can't do anything. Seriously, guess like, dude, if you could, if you, how many games did he play this past season? Uh, hundred and one in the field. Oh God, no! I don't even. Um, oh, where is it? It's somewhere in here. I'd have to. I'd have to find it. His um, war was. I can. I can look eight. it up. Oh, here it was. So last season, he spent thirty-three games in the outfield. <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. God, that sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's predominantly been a DH here recently. Yeah, man. But like, honestly, I though, I mean, I would still. I would still in a world where you managed to finagle like of Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Naylor, Ramon Laureano right field or, or Boyle Brennan right field. And then your DH is Stanton, Manzardo, Naylor. It's like, oh, well, I mean, I, fuck I it. Take that. <laughs> I would. Also, I wouldn't have to hear any of those stupid Yankees clips where they say a Stantonian home run. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean, man? It's the stupidest <laughs> shit ever. I mean, if you now got the can Yankees, have if you got the Yankees to cover, if you only had to pay like some of that, like ten million dollars, whatever. Sure, at that point, hundred percent. But the dude's thirty-four, or going to be in his thirty age thirty-four season, and he hit one ninety-one last season. And he had two eleven last in twenty twenty two, so I mean his and he's hurt all the time. So like this would have yeah. to be a deal where it was like too good to ignore. In terms of, but I'm even looking back. Okay, I'm even looking back. If you could get two thousand sixteen, 
Stanton, where he played in 119 games, had 20 doubles, one triple, 27 home runs, 74 RBI, 240 batting average, uh, 326 um, on base, and a 489 slugging with an OPS of 120. Like, if he could give you, like, three seasons of that, yes. Well, hey, man, yes. even as even as most recently as 2021, he hit 35 home runs, and he had a 136 OPS plus, and he hit 273 with a 354 on base. Like, yeah, yeah. But that was know. in almost, a, that was in 139 games, though, too. But there's no guarantee, but there's nothing to say that, like, you couldn't get that from him. No, I just think it's unlikely. You might get a you if you had to pay him for four years, you might get two years like that. Who knows? So since 2019, no, that includes the shortened 2020 season, obviously. He's averaged 78 games a season. That's pretty bad. In the last three years, he's averaged 117. I'll say this. I'll say this. Over the last three years, okay, 2021 to 2023, he has hit 230 with a 314 on base with a 114 OPS plus, and he's hit 90 home runs. Yeah, Over, I mean, you know, yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, again, it's hard to argue again, that for the amount of money he's getting paid, though, and what his dumb contract no, is, you would, no, absolutely not. But you would, I need, would be, you would need the Yankees to cover two thirds of that deal. I, I would be very curious about it, though. I, I'd be, like, not a, opposed to listening to them. As they should, mm, which so. leads me to another segment. The the rumors that uh, the Guardians are going to trade um, Josh Naylor. This oh, is my yeah. little public service announcement. Yeah, because some, <clears throat> some people were losing their minds about that. Some people need to hear this, too. The team is foolish not to listen to offers. But the only untouchable player on this roster, as it stands right now, is probably Jose Ramirez. Everybody else, for the right price, and let me repeat that for the people who did not hear it, for the right price, where some team is willing to knock your socks off and give you four stud prospects and even though all maybe those prospects don't pan out but they're going to give you a, a four for one and knock your socks off with some kind of deal like that any team is foolish not to listen there are yep. very very few untouchable truly untouchable players across any league that being said if they did trade josh naylor for prospects i i would we would riot. i mean we would riot of course naturally unless these prospects were like the second coming of like Juan Soto. And, yeah. If they were all Juan Sotos, that's you fine. Know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you got four, four Juan Sotos out yeah, of it, four fine. Juan fine. Okay. Yeah. Like Josh, we love you. Good luck in your future endeavors. Yeah. I mean, I'm still holding out hope because, especially because his brothers on the team that we'll be getting Canadian bash brothers for quite some time. And I think we will. I think he re-signs 
you know, maybe this year for like, a, like re-ups, like, cause he's under control this year and next. I think he does like a four year extension or something like that. They just got to get on it quick. They got to get on it quick. Just in case he does have like, a, a, he, like he unlocks his like 30 home run potential because he right picks now, up where he left off last year. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like right now he doesn't have like so much absurd power that he would garner some like insane contract like at the moment. But like you could go to him and give him like a an Atlanta Braves esque deal, like they did to like Austin Riley, and be like, "Hey, buddy, you want eight years, but it'll be eighty million dollars or whatever the hell weirdo weirdo deals those are, you know?" Yeah, weirdo no, deals those are. You know? You're right because if like yeah, this year if he's like oh bats like three oh two. 28 home runs and like 90 RBIs and continues to be the, one of the best defensive first basemen. You know, forget it. Yeah. You, you're, you're about to like kiss a goodbye. Cause that, you know, unless he's, you know, a unicorn like Jose Ramirez, where maybe that's what happens is, you know, maybe there's like a culture thing there where these guys kind of get behind him, you know, for as long as he's playing here, it's possible. But, not gonna like bank on it so anyway uh but yeah no you're right chris it's like just because like people tweet certain things out it's just it's well it's even the same with bieber and class a it's like yeah the only reason they're open of course they're open to trading anybody and and of course you'd be open to trading your closer of all positions uh or you'd be open to trading the guy who's arguably your ace who you have a less than 50% chance of signing who you may not even want to sign. And whose anyway. stuff has been diminishing. You might not like, even want to sign. Not even yeah. like, 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 I mean, I would love to sign Bieber to some kind of extension. We've covered that territory. That's well, well trotted territory. But at the same time, like you also can't ignore that his stuff has just been diminishing and not just, Little by little, it's been kind of like off a cliff. Yes. And and you throw injuries into the mix. Yeah. I think Bieber needs a knuckleball. Oh I my god, that'd be he great. He's Dude, got that he knuckle curve, knuckleball. doesn't he? Yeah, I think Bieber he needs was to start with that. About, yeah, I think he's gotta start thinking about it. That would be my expert opinion for him. Um okay, wait, last thing. I think last thing as we get this slowly wrapped up here, um, we kind of buried the, I would say really buried the lead. As far as Guardians news or as far as Major League news? Because I think we've buried both leads. Well, Major League news, whatever. We, but at least Guardians news, yeah. Um, Guardians news. Well, I I will say it's nice, it's nice to see Otani leave the american league that's how they might get you know that's mvp that's actually i mean that's actually true is that like every you know, I didn't even, oh my gosh i didn't even think about that angle right there fabs holy he's cow. always locked out of that it's impossible yeah imagine if the guardians win the division this year with a with yet another roster that somehow gets younger and younger and he has like a a, a somewhat of a bounce back Ramirez year 285 entirely uh, 30 home runs yeah say he say he crosses the century mark for ribbies oh yeah there you go 
So it's not. He's getting those votes then. It's not. He's out getting of the those votes. Yeah, yeah. No, I will say. I will say this about Otani. I was actually um, uh, with a few of my uh, cousins from um, up north, and uh, the Blue Jays were one of the teams that were being rumored. And um, depending on your source, uh, <laughs> imminently about to sign Otani. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thought of Otani playing in Toronto was like, ooh, that's kind of juicy. I kind of dig that idea. I like, yeah, I like I it too about that. I, I I mean, I was like, for them and for just like a fan of baseball, I was like, ooh, give me that. And of course, now he's going to go play with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And I saw like the three of those guys' stats compiled, and that's juicy as well. It's it's disgusting. It it's sick. Uh, they don't have a shortstop. Not being able to pitch. <laughs> um, also, you know, Otani's already 31. Or wait, what is he? 29? 28. He's, 40, um, he's 31, no. I thought. I feel like. No, he's 29. 31, 29. 29. Okay. 29. Okay. But he's not pitching this year. Yeah. No. So he's. So the earliest yeah. you're going to get him pitching is 30. Where you, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're going to make their money back. They're going to, they're going to make their money back in the marketing. So it doesn't actually matter. But in terms of like the pressure, like you're going to get like six good, like really elite years of this player. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with any of those deals, but these guys who become free agents that late, I mean, it's a guy like Soto that you want to give like the 10 year deal to when mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, like, that's like 26, or, uh, 27 Bryce Harper when he got his yeah. deal. Wander Franco. Well, until, yeah. well, yeah, you know, until, uh, <laughs> before, but, uh, before he starts dating underage girls, but well, even the Mike Trout, even the Mike Trout deal wasn't that bad until, I mean, now that he's like hurt, it's a big bummer, but oh, God, but here's the thing. I mean, talent there too. I mean, here's the thing is you're, yeah, but you're talking about the Dodger. So Freddie Freeman's, currently 33 Mookie Betts is currently 30 Otani won't be pitching until he's at uh over 30 um Jason Hayward they love he's 33 um yeah. I mean like yes the, the uh, Dodgers window is the Dodgers like window as it stands now is probably like the next four to five years I mean, here's the thing, though. Would I would I rather but would I like a roster that has retool? <laughs> would I like a roster that has Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, and um, Freddie Freeman? Like, yeah. Especially if Shohei Otani was like, "Don't worry about it, guys. Just pay me two million dollars for a decade. That's fine." It's like, are you kidding me? I can't. I am like well, super excited for like ten years from now, though, because sixty-eight million a year they got to pay him. <sighs> Good luck. I mean, hey, like, I mean, if you, it ends well, up, no, with they like don't have to pay three... sixty-eight million a year. They're going to have to pay him. No, he's the. I mean, the news broke today that he's deferring of the seventy million. He's deferring sixty-eight a year. So they're going to owe him six hundred eighty million dollars at the end of it all. But like Fabs, no, they, I mean, like, I think it was deferred where they pay him sixty-eight million a year for like for ten years, a bajillion, a bajillion years, right? Basically, yeah. for ten years. Yeah, it's, 10, it's like a twenty-year deal. deal, basically. Yeah, so it's but like, they're gonna okay. they're gonna put some money in like escrow. Oh, they're gonna make collect. that. They'll be that, fine. that money's gonna. Uh, yeah, they're fine. I'm just but thinking yes, from like it, a but from like a pure baseball perspective, it's an. This is what I like about baseball. This is really what I like about baseball. Is it's really a genius move. Well, I like it is a genius move, but I like that in this sport, 
you can realistically build. I, I, you could get me on a salary floor. You could get me on board with that. But I like that you can realistically yeah. build teams completely different ways. That, th- that there's not like one true way to say like, hey, if you do it this way, you're like going to win. It's not like football yeah. where it's like if you get a quarterback, like you're 95% there. Um, and it's or like in in the NBA where it's like if you have like a superstar, you're 90% there. Yeah. Baseball is such a unique sport in that regard that I really like what the Dodgers do just as much as I really enjoy watching what the Rays do just as much as I like watching how the Orioles pay, you know, all those draft picks have paid off. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I, I I like both. And and like as much as I hate to say it, the Yankees and the Dodgers getting these players is probably pretty good for the sport. It it is what it is. It's annoying, but yeah, yeah. But but what what makes it fun though, Steve, is the fact that it doesn't guarantee the Dodgers anything. They have one World Series since 1988. Right. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. it would be one thing if it's like, oh, they've won four straight, and then they just add Otani, and we're just like, what are we even doing here? It's like they won yeah. during the COVID season, and so people put mm-hmm. asterisks on that. Uh, they're they have lots of flaws, and they're they're. Oh like, yeah. So like, I mean, they're going to put up runs, and I they're it's going to work out. They're going to win over a hundred games again. Um, that, so that makes you and puts you in the equation. Um. But yeah, you're right. There, there are so many different ways to win. Uh, you had, you know, uh, the Diamondbacks in the World Series winning like what 84 regular season games, and you mm-hmm. had, you know, the Rangers winning it, and super unlikely on both things. Like we usually make fun of the Rangers uh, for most of their transactions in the off season, and um, now those joystick are strips only reserved for the Angels, right? We're gonna have to give. We're, we're giving the Rangers a reprieve this year. <laughs> oh yeah, that that would happen. Like, that, well, they got a lot of. Um, they got some money freed up, so yeah. Allegedly, they're gonna spend it, but we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting, but the the real big news now, now that we've really buried the lead here um, to close yes. things out. Is again not now again. If you're looking, you know, if you're one of those people who's like only sees red when uh, we're talking about the Dolans in general, where you you just can't <laughs> sustain your rage. Um, you know, it's it, everything we've talked about at this point should be should be relatively, I don't know, enticing, exciting to you. But the thing that's pretty interesting that I honestly had written off, given the. Uh, absurd odds that were upon Yeah, them. you both guys, you both wrote it off. I wrote it off completely. But the Guardians have the number 1 pick for the first time in franchise history in uh this next summer's MLB oh, draft. Gosh. That was exciting. That, that is night pretty nuts. Everyone was pumped. It was a fun night on Twitter. 100%, 100%. And we'll cover names of guys who to 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 follow as the season goes on right now there's i mean i listed in the notes for the show what five or six different names of just like guys to kind of like for us to get familiar with it could all change 
Yeah, once the season gets like the actual college season gets started, that that always can go any other way. I'm gonna be. I'm honestly. I, I'm gonna be glued into some college baseball. I'm watching too. college I, baseball I, now. I too. I'm really yeah. Like, I love. I, I loved it. It's one of those things where like I kind of half pay attention to it, but like this year I'm gonna be locked in. I gotta admit, I don't usually watch it very much, but this year, I, no, I don't watch it, but like I'll, I'll follow like who's doing mm. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I follow that. a couple Twitter threads and stuff like that, you know, t- or people on Twitter, whatever they're Elon's calling it these days. Um, but I love so the the things that I love about this is that I know you really love following the high school circuit. And like taking like a six pack from watching those games, Steve. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, that, I know that's 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 oh, really yeah. more your your yeah, jam. Yeah, that's true. I get real. I get real angry. He wears a jean vest, and he does. It's that's right. I, I, I went one time with Steve to a game, and I don't no. ever want to say never again, but like, yeah, never again. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, look, <laughs> scouting's not for everybody, so no, I get no. it. But uh, but it was super odd that you were so aggressive. And all of those kids, and you ranked them like so low on everything. I was well. But in hindsight, gotta, I think they were actually playing T-ball. Them. And Steve did <laughs> yeah. keep talking to like the players' girlfriends, and that was pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We Facetimed you. The, the, the one he was Facetiming mm-hmm. you with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he creepy. kept asking them very drunkenly, "Have you seen American Pie? You need to see the movie American Pie." <laughs> this is like it's like college cinematic that classic. Has to go. Look, this is like college coaches that go to go to parents' homes to talk to them to see to see how to get a, I gotta get a full read of the kid. You know, if I'm scouting a six year old at t at t ball or a, a coach pitch, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the full picture. And if that means yeah. if that means I'm slugging back a six pack and yelling at some dads and talking to some moms, it is what it is. But you weren't just talking to moms. You were hitting on the moms. <laughs> hey now, hey now. I'm married. I'm a married hey, man. Hey. This is we're all having fun hey, here. In case hey, my hey, wife hey, comes hey, across hey. this episode, <laughs> I never said I never said you were doing anything. You know, <laughs> not on the up and up. You know, you were just you know, you were asking how how they were doing. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is important for my scouting book. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, um, no, but all joking aside, all joking aside. You um, were joking? Yes, I, I was. <laughs> Except oh, for the yes. fact that it was super creepy watching those high school games with you. Like, everything yeah. besides that, it was all a it joke. It was all funny games, I understand. For me, at least. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, whatever you do in your own personal time, like, I, like, I stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> So the stats that uh, I thought were nuts were or the two things that were really crazy was that there were a thousand and one different combinations yes. that the Guardians had, and there were only 18 winning combinations for them that would get them the yes. first pick. So that alone is pretty crazy. But the thing that's yeah. like hilarious to me. We had a 2% me, chance of winning the number yeah, one and pick. Yeah, it came down to that last number that they pulled. Uh, to get it and what really i love about it thanks to the new cba is that the guardians didn't actually win it in the first draw the nationals did yeah but you can't have a lottery pick three years in a row so it nullified 
the Nationals getting that pick and they had to redraw, which is hilarious. And actually like a pretty cool incentive, I would argue, to like try and like dissuade teams from tanking because the the A's that hasn't paid off for them because they got like the fourth and yeah, the, the sixth Yeah, the A's pick. have had the best odds the past two seasons, right? And they got the fourth and the sixth pick, and they can't get yeah. it again next year. They can't even have a lottery pick next year. So, I mean, that is like fairly – that is a tough uh, sort of like punishment for teams that suck ass for too long. Um, and Wait, there's no guarantee. People in Vegas find out how bad the A's are. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> uh, oh, we're inher- inheriting a real getting? shit show. Oh, oh, Whoops. Never mind. Yeah, oh well. We thought we were getting that team from L.A. that had the A on the hat. With Otani on the team and Trout. Yeah. We thought we were getting those that A team. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. That's pretty damn exciting. So, even if the season goes off the rails for the Guardians next year, they have the first pick, and then let's just say, looking forward, that the season does go into the uh, tubes. They get another lottery pick next year. So, well, and here's the thing too: like next year's draft, I was already looking at it. So we got the number one pick. I think we have like a competitive balance pick too in the top forty. Um, and then if. We what they should do. Bieber, I was going to say, make a qualifying offer. If Bieber yeah. walks, we'll get a pick that way too from him. So, like, the Guardians could have like four picks in the top, like, 95 or something like that. Yeah. And I would say that this, who they pick next year, I would say that needs to be up with the team within two years. Given yeah. the, given the way that other organizations have, like, Fast track like top prospects in recent years. He's got a this guy. That's an exciting youth movement, though. Like you're thinking, like oh, yeah. that pick, Delauder, Manzardo, De Los Santos, Rocchio, Naylor. It's like whoa, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah, and you and you still got Quan at that point. Probably you still got Josh Naylor. You still got Jose Ramirez. It's like hold on a second. <laughs> that's actually Son pretty Jimenez. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. We so, like extended him. Like, yeah, but see, that's that's like, the thing about I, baseball. I, there's, there's like in the not too distant future. Like, I envision like the old, the old guard being Jose, Josh, Jimenez, and probably Quan, and then just cycling. I mean, positionally, I don't know what they're going to do pitching. Like, and trying to to guess what they do pitching wise is. It's a fool's errand, I, I quite frankly. Um, but like you just, you guys just rattled off like eight other names where it's like, holy cow! Like even if half of those guys pan out, mm-hmm. we didn't even mention Juan. Burrito. That's all you need. Like that's yeah, all you exactly. need, right? Yeah, we didn't talk about any of the outfielders in Columbus. Like where it's like we need any like the, it's yeah, it's everything is still like super bright, and you know, I, I, I'm a, I am excited for. I'm excited for the season. I, I especially when when Sonny Gray didn't resign with the Twins. I was like, okay, here we go, baby. Yeah, I mean, and that that's something that we're going to definitely keep an eye on as the off season goes on. But but like we said before, the Twins have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Sox haven't really. White Sox and Royals haven't done anything 
in my mind. I'm actually more worried about the Tigers than the. But the Tigers have made a few moves, but they've also just lost Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez. They just lost him. So in a lot of ways, I'm I'm kind of viewing their season as being flat. So their off season as being flat. That is. But yeah, no, we'll we'll monitor that situation. They're uh, they're getting better. They've got some they've got some pieces for sure. Yeah, I think they're getting incrementally better. I I I mean, they finished they finished second in the division. So they did, they did, (laughs) they did. I mean, we that that that's factual. But at the same time, I like I still kind of like us slightly better than them. And again, that's probably that's probably me being a bit of a homer there too. Well, because I think we have like we're like infinitely better at like one major position, which is starting pitching. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's true. Because they they traded Lorenzen, they, uh, they lost Rodriguez, Ter- Tarek Skubal. I like quite a bit, but again, I mean, yeah. okay. Beyond that, they got some pieces, um, but but I mean, I think it's like abundantly clear that the Guardians clear them you know, far and above and, and offensively. Yeah. And offensively the, the tigers, if you look at it, it's, it's a nightmare. I mean, beyond like Carrie Carpenter, I mean, Riley green's pretty solid. Um, I I would argue he's very solid, but like beyond that, you're like, no, no, he is yikes. (laughs) I mean, you, you got a lot of holes, man. So, yeah, they're they're pretty far off, I'd argue, still. But uh, you never know. I mean, you never know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the funny thing about baseball is that, you know, what what you have to do is try to, if you were to try and get like a, a, a not a fair weather fan, but just somebody who doesn't really pay super close attention and just wants to be like, hey, look, is this team going to be good or what? It's hard to be like, just you wait four years, buddy, because uh, well, you know that, what I mean. Like that, but I don't even. Think you should like, see all these guys that are nineteen right now. But you get to. But the exciting thing is, like, you get to see Tristan's healthy. Tanner Bybee can make a legitimate camp uh, like noise for Cy Young. Bieber, you know, he's still on the team. Uh, you still have Jose. You still have, like you get to see. Bo Naylor, full season, like starting with him year two. Manzardo is going to come up at the very latest by like June. Like, so, I mean, you, there's a lot there that is exciting. Oh, I know. Trust me. I know for sure. I'm, I'm on yeah. that boat. It's like, it's like, you I don't know, even think, I don't even think I, you got to tell him to wait four years. Though, so, um, and, and again, Hindsight will will either be very kind or uh, very cruel to to what I'm about to say, but I really do think that this team could be what we all thought they were going to be last year too. You know, and with other teams in the division taking a step back, like I said earlier, I think you might be able to win the Central with 84, 85 wins. Oh yeah, and with healthy healthy guys. Guys being up in the in the bigs all season long, you know reinforcements coming along. Hopefully, early or sooner rather than later. I really, I'm not trying to be 
glass half full and super optimistic. I'm trying to be realistic though too. But I, I, I I'm hard pressed to really go, yeah, this team's gonna be shit. I just I don't see it. If yeah, yeah. Bar, barring injury. Barring injury. Now that is the big that is the one big catch all there too. Well yeah, there's only so many like if you sustain injuries again to the starting rotation next year, there isn't a crop of like yeah. a butt ton of like stud prospect pitchers that are like ready to come up. Which it's is like, why they have to go out and have a reunion tour with Corey Kluber and Cookie Carrasco. Just throw it, it out there. I'm, put, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this a thing. I don't want to see too many games of those guys pitching and starting pitching, but you know, I'll, I'll take twenty between the two of them. Twenty yeah. starts between those two guys. Let's and do it right off into the sunset with a World Series ring. And I'd like to see Michael Brantley and our Cleveland Legends bring Michael Brantley home and uh, let him on a one year deal. Why play, not? Let him play fifty games in the outfield. <laughs> I would love a reunion tour. That would be amazing. I wouldn't even like if you brought back Brantley, Kluber, and Carrasco. Like that, most fans would be like, "I don't even give a shit what happens to the season." Oh yeah, dude. It'd be so and you and you really couldn't ask for three better veterans to have and, and throwing hedges in that mix. That actually would. That actually is like between genuine, those four guys, genuinely a super smart move. I would say to do that, I'd be all about it. I'd I'd freaking love it. But uh, Same. yeah, we're living in a fantasy land here, so we we might yeah, want to. Let's pop. Let's we're pop off this episode. There. Yeah, let's pop off this episode <laughs> before we lose our minds completely. So, uh, I think that's all I've got. Uh, you know, if um, if anything, uh, you know, super exciting pops off here, we'll be back with another episode uh, post haste. But uh, in the meantime, hopefully, this tides you over ahead of the holidays. Um, Maybe that big Hunter Renfro signing will be our Christmas present. We'll see. Please. I know it's I know what Chris is asking Santa for. Uh but until then I asked Santa and my parents and my wife. That's all I wanted. Covering all your bases. My, <laughs> my wife and my parents just looked at me blankly. Like they were like, what 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 are you talking about, Chris? Like the uh, Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever, guys. Actually, just give me just give me a t shirt and underwear again. This is like the twelfth year in a row you've asked for a baseball player for for Christmas. Yeah. They just tune you out now. Just they don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah, they don't. Um, but uh, until then, you know, uh, there will be some drama to see if Chris does get his Christmas wish, and we'll, we'll be waiting with bated <laughs> breath on that one. But until then, please, as always, rate, review, subscribe, uh, tell all your friends and enemies about us, and uh, hey, talk to you guys later. <laughs>